Hello, ladies. Welcome to Crowned in His Glory podcast. Kimberly here with you today. Thank you so very much for joining in the conversation with me today. Just want to remind you, ladies, the whole purpose of this podcast is to encourage you, to strengthen you, and to remind you that you are a daughter of the Most High, that you are crowned in His glory, and He has made you, He has created you full of purpose. He wants you to know your value, and He wants you to walk in your identity in Christ, because He is the one who has redeemed you, set you free, restored you back to your very creator. (laughs) Man, what an awesome way to um, just be reminded. I mean, I'm stirring myself up even as I say that. Man, he, the very creator, formed and fashioned us. He provided Jesus for us to come back into that kingdom. And the Holy Spirit is here to walk with us and to lead and guide us. So just want to remind you today that you are your own thumbprint. Be who you are. Walk in the very value of your very creator and know that he has a purpose for you. Well, we're going to get back into our discussion today, and I want to remind you, um, because I know several of you have sent me, you know, text messages or private messages or emails. Thank you so very much for doing that, um, giving me feedback, giving me comments, encouraging me um, as I've encouraged you, and I just want to thank you for that. If you'd like to do that, of course, um, all of our social media platforms at Spelman Ministries, you can um, message us. You can send us an email at spellmanministries at gmail.com. And, you know, um, you can also go to spellmanministries.org and you can leave a message that way as well. You can follow the prompts and see everything that's on the website. But thank you so very much. And I want to just thank all of our mission media missionaries and those that have partnered with us to help get um, just the truth of who we are and the truth of what the true family of God is all about. Hashtag family mission. It's not about just the Spellmans. We're just an example of a kingdom family. Um, but really what it's all about is the kingdom of God, the family of God, and to um, just see the fullness of his goodness. Uh, amen. Well, we're going to get right back into uh, something that um, we have been on for a couple of uh, weeks now in this podcast. And um, I just wanted to encourage you and strengthen you, ladies. Um, you've got this. I got this. You know, I'm encouraging myself even as I do these. And I'm reminding myself, I'm putting myself into remembrance of what the Word of God says. Amen. And we have been in this, the, the chapter um, uh, 13 in 1 Corinthians. And we have been looking at verse 4 through 8. And what a powerful study. Um, and, you know, we can, we can know this. We can think we know it. We can even teach it for long periods of time. But we have to continually feed upon this. Because if we don't, we become slack in things. We become maybe a little bit less loving. Or um, we we don't see it quite as we should. And so I just want to remind you, no matter where you're at, maybe you're just learning. What, what is the love of God? What is agape love? What is what you, you've been talking about? 
about, your family's been talking about um, the agape advantage all year long. You know, that was what um, the Lord gave us at the beginning of the year for this year for us, that we were to walk in full advantage, but that that advantage had to be based upon agape advantage. And so we've looked at many facets of that in, in our teachings and podcasts along the way. But looking back at this, this is the very agape love of God. That is the very foundation of um, of who Christ is and what he did and who we are in him and what we can carry and how we can walk. And so here we are in, um, I'm going to go into the Amplified because I really want us just to look at this. I've read it um, on the last two um, podcast, but I want to read it again today. And then I want to look at just two, 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 two words in this amplified, and then we'll, we'll break it down in other, um, translations or paraphrases, but, um, well, actually let me start with the King James and then, then we'll go. Charity suffers long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity is not puffed up, does not, um, behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinks no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, charity never fails. Okay, so that was King James. Here we go with, um, here we go with the Amplified Classic, Amplified Classic. Love endures long, is patient, kind. Love never is envious, boils over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily, is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride, is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. For it is not self-seeking, it is not touchy, fretful, resentful, it takes no account of the evil done to it, it pays no attention to a suffered wrong, it does not rejoice at injustice, unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. You know, um, in that, the the very first part of verse four, and and I think sometimes we we think, okay, well, love, yeah, it's it's you know, it it it's patient, it's kind, it. It endures long. It it you know it bears up under anything. But sometimes we we miss just some of the the main purpose and and meaning of some of this because looking in looking in the the voice translation also it says love is patient, love is kind, love isn't envious, doesn't boast, brag, or strut about. There's no arrogance in love. It's never rude, crude, or indecent. It's not self-absorbed. Love isn't easily upset. Love doesn't tally wrongs 
or celebrate injustice, but truth, yes, truth, it's love's delight. Love puts up with anything and everything that comes along. It, it's, uh, it trusts, hopes, and endures no matter what. Love will never become obsolete. Now, I think it's interesting because I want to just um, look at two, two things in two words, actually. And I want to just look at the definitions because I think it will help us. It will give us the ability to just kind of um, put some adjectives to love. And before I do that, I want to look, I I like the voice translation uh, of this in verse um, four. It says, love isn't envious. It doesn't boast, brag, or strut about. There's no arrogance in love. It's not rude, crude, or indecent. Now, what does the world look like right now? If you go on any platform, if you walk into a lot of places and you hear people talk, if you just observe and you listen to them, a lot of times you're going to hear rude, crude, and indecent. That That's just, I mean... It, you're going to hear people bragging, strutting about, and that is not love. That is not agape love. And so how do we make a shift, ladies? How do we ourselves make that shift? How do we set pace in our home to make that shift? When we hear something that's coming out of someone in our home's um, mouth and, and, and we see, oh man, that, that really was not love. How do we kindly and with good intentions, make that shift, teach and train our children, and allow for the love of God to be in our home, to allow for um, love to prevail. We put into practice many years ago this little saying in our home, and it's sweet lips. And that we put into our home because we all decided that we were all going to be in agreement with this. This was something we were going to help one another with. Um, and, you know, not that the the guys were being rude to, to Mark or to myself because we actually made a decision that we were going to do our best. We were going to press towards the mark. And, and 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8, we were going to do our best to live. And so we put some things into practice to help one another, not that it was snappy and sharp, but if someone's tone or someone was beginning to kind of get off or, or there was bragging or boastful or strutting about or there was um, crude or indecent something, you know, even joking around, we go sweet lips. And we, 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 we use that phrase in our home all the time. We still do because it's just a check and balance. It's a way to help each other stay on the love track and to make sure that we're yielding to love. Now, before my time is up, because I know these go really, really quick, I want us to look at two different um, or a couple different de- de- uh, definitions because I think that we don't see... Um, what endures long and patient really is. So love endures long is patient. So this is what endure is. Suffer. (laughs) Something painful or difficult. 
patiently. It seemed impossible that anyone could endure such pain. Remain in existence. Last. Endures through time. So love, number one, it endures through time. It is fadeless. It never changes. Agape love, it is the the rock on which we stand in the kingdom of God. The agape love of God is what what rescued myself, what rescued you, brought us into the kingdom of light, out of the kingdom of darkness. And in this, love endures and it it suffers. Sometimes it seems painful. Sometimes, you know, we look in and we're going, is this ever going to change? Is there ever going to be something that is going to um you know, am I going to see it? Am I ever going to see this? It's what I want. It's what I desire. But is it going to change? Is the love of God going to be something that is fully working? Yes. Yes. Because we endure with patience. And patient is able to accept or tolerate delays, problems, or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious anxious see enduring long and patience means that we're going to be able to withstand we're going to be able to stay in a position of not being annoyed not being anxious and we're going to we're going to be able to no matter the delay no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like we are going to stand in agape and we're going to keep ourselves in the love of God and when we do that then all the rest you know all of the fruit of the spirit all of 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 um kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control all of those fruit of the spirits that are mentioned in Galatians you know those begin to process and work and function in our life but we've got to get the basis of love and i just want to encourage you ladies today that no matter what you can choose to walk in agape you can choose that you can you can press towards it and you know what maybe you mess up. Maybe you get upset. Maybe you become annoyed or intolerant. Well, you know what? You just simply say, I missed it. I'm sorry. That was not the love of God. That was not true love. And I am so sorry. Forgive me. And I'm going to do better next time. And you know what? We shake it off and we give ourselves opportunity to turn around and to really function and walk in this. So today I just want to encourage you Put your name in this scripture and begin to declare it. Begin to speak it over yourself. Begin to allow your inner man to hear even as you speak it and know that you can fulfill and you can walk in the love of God. And you know what? It's a daily decision. It's a daily feeding and it's a daily walking surrendered and pressing towards his mark.